Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to Chumba ChumbaCasino.com and give them a world. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. You're listening to the Underground Podcast Network. You and I have a rendezvous with destiny. We'll preserve for our children this, the last best hope of man on earth, or we'll sentence them to take the last step into a thousand years of darkness. You and I have the ability and the dignity and the right to make our own decisions and determine our own destiny. You're listening to The Underground. I'm your host, Frank Salvato. When you talk about the whistleblower, you're coming into my wheelhouse. I have more experience in intelligence than anybody in the Congress. Anybody's ever served. 25 years on the committee as top Democrat, ex officio, a speaker and leader. I was there when we wrote the whistleblower laws. The whistleblower uh, is there to speak truth to power and have protection from doing that. And any, any retribution or harm coming to a whistleblower undermines our ability to hear truth about power. So I will defend the rights of the whistleblower vehemently. Vehemently. Well, the president can come if he has a case to make. To date, the Shifty Shift Sham Show has refused to entertain requests from Republicans to question the alleged whistleblower that Democrats and impeachment progressives insist outed wrongdoing by the president where Ukraine quid pro quo was concerned. They infer, and I use that word purposely, that the whistleblower has a right to anonymity. But the Whistleblower Protection Act never states that anonymity is a guarantee or a given. The text of Public Law 101-12, set forth and codified into law through the 101st Congress in 1989, states clearly that the purpose of the law is to prevent retaliation, not preserve anonymity. Section 2B states, quote, Purpose. The purpose of this act is to strengthen and improve protection for the rights of federal employees, to prevent reprisals, and to help eliminate wrongdoing within the government by, 1. Mandating that employees should not suffer adverse consequences as a result of prohibited personal practices, and 
2. Establishing a. That the primary role of the Office of Special Counsel is to protect employees, especially whistleblowers, from prohibited personal practices. b. That the Office of Special Counsel shall act in the interests of employees who seek assistance from the Office of Special Counsel. c. And that while disciplining those who commit prohibited personal practices may be used as a means by which to help accomplish that goal, the protection of individuals who are the subject of prohibited personal practices remains the paramount consideration. Unquote. As you can see, there is no verbiage that specifically states that a whistleblower is guaranteed anonymity. It simply provides for a shield from retaliation of any sort. This leads to this question. If the whistleblower in this case and this person serves as the catalyst for an attempt to remove a sitting president of the United States. If this person is not guaranteed anonymity by law, why is he or she not being subpoenaed to testify? They exist protected by law from reprisals, so what is the purpose for cloaking the accuser in anonymity? So the Constitution defines an impeachable offense as treason, bribery, or high crimes and misdemeanors. Yes. What do you think applies to this case? We are unfolding the facts. That's what an inquiry is about. There's not even a decision made to impeach the president. Mm -hmm. This is a finding of fact, unfolding of the truth, and then a decision will be made. And that is a decision that goes beyond me. If we could just talk about what we want to do. I, I really have a real discomfort level of responding to what Republicans say, uh, because they are... It, in denial about what has happened in the country. So if you want to ask me about where we're going on this, mm -hmm. I'm happy to respond to that. Uh, but I, I, I find it a waste of my time and yours to just be talking about what Republicans say. There are a couple of reasons why, and both are reasons that the impeachment progressives don't want you to know. First, should the whistleblower be called? it is almost guaranteed that testimony will bear out that the accusations are all based in unreliable hearsay. Just like Yovanovitch's testimony, chances are that the whistleblower's testimony will exonerate the president, outing Schiff's exercises nothing more than a stunt. The second reason is a bit more damaging to the impeachment progressives and the Democrats. Should the general voting public find the Schiff sham to be an exercise in deception, they will be introduced to the fact that federal impeachments are not legal proceedings. They are political proceedings steeped in a pseudo-legal structure. A white paper authored by Dennis J. Owens for the University of Notre Dame Journal of Legislation states, quote, An impeachment and impeachment trial are not judicial activities. That is, they are devices designed to resolve an essentially political question, shall this person continue to hold this office to which he was elected or appointed. It uses a political forum, the Congress, and upon conviction, its sanction is political, removal from office and disqualification from further office. Unquote. Supreme Court Justice Joseph Story is quoted as saying in Commentaries on the Constitution of the United States, quote, But regardless of the trappings, the process's forum question and sanctions remain essentially political. The critical focus should be, therefore, not on political animus, for that is the nature of the beast, but on whether Congress is proceeding within the limits 
of high crimes and misdemeanors, unquote. So while Adam Schiff gavels down Republican members of Congress when they attempt to uncover the truth, he must similarly protect the anonymity of his ultimate star witness, the whistleblower. If he doesn't, his house of cards will be blown to smithereens. I guess I'm left with one overriding question. Now that we know there is no specific anonymity language in the Whistleblower Protection Act, why aren't the GOP and its sycophant talking heads laying heavy on exposing the whistleblower's identity? I wonder who appointed him. I wonder if he was a holdover. The swamp just keeps going. I'll be right back with my Monday segment on the Captain's America Third Watch with Matt Bruce right after this. There's not even a decision made to impeach the president. Mm -hmm. This is a finding of fact, unfolding of the truth, and then a decision will be made. And that is a decision that goes beyond me. This podcast segment has been brought to you by the Emerald Coast Tea Company, makers of all-natural, handcrafted, exotic blend teas. When it comes to tea, no matter what your preference, the Emerald Coast Tea Company has a tea or tea blend just for you. Order yours today at emeraldcoastteacompany.com. This is an NMJ segment rebroadcast of the Captain's America Third Watch with Matt Bruce, syndicated by the GCN Live Satellite System on the Westwood One Radio Network out of the Salem Broadcasting Network flagship station WGUL AM860 in Tampa, Florida. News, insight, passion. AM 930, the answer. This is the Captain's America Third Watch, coming to you live from Tampa. Call in now and talk to Captain Matt toll-free, 877-969-8600. I'm your captain, I'm your captain. He's on the air, taking on enemies foreign and domestic, and uniting Americans to the cause of liberty. We will rally the world to this cause by our efforts, by our courage. We will not tire, we will not falter, and we will not fail. Good morning, America. Hello, world, and welcome to the Monday morning edition of the Captain's America Third Watch. I'm the Captain Matt Bruce as we broadcast live from our flagship station, AM860, The Answer, here in Tampa, Florida, from our Moss Nissan studio to great radio stations all across America, including in the Caribbean, as well as around the world at the speed of the Internet. Now, I will tell you that a special shout-out goes to our military men and women listening to us right now all across the country and around the world, too, via our satellite. Now, also to the first responders, the EMTs, the firefighters, the police, the hospital and ER room workers, the 911 dispatchers, the Border Patrol, the security officers, and the U.S. Coast Guard, too, for what they do to keep us free and safe. And to everybody else, everybody else, whatever it is you're doing on the Third Watch, working to keep America rolling along, Thank you so very, very, very much. And don't forget to check out the Captain's America Third Watch.com website. That's the Captain's America Third Watch.com website. Go over there and check out all the different things we got going on. Now, joining us from the Underground USA podcast, I got it right that time, Frank Salvato. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Mr. Cap. Yeah, but before the top of the hour, I tried to say that other thing. 
<laughs> yeah, it's, it's gonna it's gonna take time after twenty yeah, years. Yeah, I know. All right. Well, let's go with the pledge. You ready? You got it. I pledge allegiance, pledge allegiance to, the flag to the flag of the, of the United, United States, States of America, America and, and to the Republic, Republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. And we emphasize the two words: under God, our great. Great country was founded on Judeo-Christian values. Now, the big story of the night so far has been what's happened in Fresno, California. Uh, there has been a shooting there that happened about 930-ish, our time here in the East Coast. And information coming in from Fox 26 News in Fresno says that the people shot were all in the backyard of a house. Now, the shooter went to the back and snuck in and shot them and Four people have died, six people are wounded, and all were Asian men aged between 25 and 35 years of age. Um, that's rather odd, weird, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's very specific. So, you know, obviously, there's more to the story. It, it kind of suggests that uh, whoever the perpetrator is knew these people, knew where they were going to be. Um, um, you know, we, we, they like to talk about hate crimes. It could have something to do with it. It might have been racially motivated. Who knows? Um, the, the task at hand now is to find somebody who's running around who doesn't have a problem shooting up people at a party. Yeah, and there is a person um, at large. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so once once they catch him and, and the public is now is given back safety, then uh, we can try and dissect why this guy did what he did, or girl. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Now, the uh, other story that's got everybody uh, thinking about uh, things is the fact that John Bolton reportedly had a private meeting with President Trump uh, on the uh, delay in the Ukrainian funds. Now, keep in mind, the Ukrainian funds were delayed before Donald Trump uh, was the president. Yeah, this, the genesis and something like that doesn't uh, doesn't happen overnight. You know, these are decisions that are run by a lot of people, and and uh, there are probably a lot of different reasons why they wanted to do that. Now, traditionally, when you go back into Ukrainian history, there's a lot of corruption there. Yep. I mean, it's, it, it, yep. we all have to embrace that reality, that there's corruption in the Ukraine, and, and mm-hmm. you know that we know from, if you're, if you're breathing, you understand that there was, uh, there, there was a finger, Ukrainian finger in the, in the dossier. In the yeah. Fusion GPS dossier. So, you know, would they have had a lot of meetings on this? Sure. It does not mean, Mr. Schiff and Ms. Pelosi, that there was quid pro quo and that it was all about politics. Mm-hmm. You know, this is about, this is about a country that is troubled, that, that's trying, that, that is trying to turn the corner, still trying to turn the corner as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. And and the president has every right to meet and talk about this as much as he wants. Mm-hmm. Now, um, Nancy Pelosi has warned President Trump that he's now in her wheelhouse. <laughs> yeah, she kind of she kind of steps in it too. When you listen to that soundbite, um, she makes the case for term limits. Mm-hmm. You know, she, she says she talks, nobody's had more experience than me. For 25 years, I've done this, and I've I've been on committees. I was here when the Whistleblower Act was written back in 1989. You know, I, so she's a career politician. Bravo for you, Madam Speaker. Perhaps you should go home. Mm-hmm. You're not being a public servant. You're you're being a professional politician. And, and it's that's not the way our country was built. So thank you for admitting that you've been there for too long. 
and and then maybe you should go now. Something that's that's going to be in the in our podcast later on today is this: the Whistleblower Act, the Whistleblower yeah. Protection Act, guarantees no anonymity. Right. It that's just right. it just guarantees it just guarantees there won't be any reprisals. And so there's, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I think the GOP should trot this guy out and demand who it is. I want to know who appointed the person. Mm-hmm. I want to know. I want to know if it's a holdover from the old administration. And I want to know if it's politically motivated. Well, I sat there on Friday night and listened to Lindsey Graham stand up in front of a room full of people. It was totally full where we were at at the Hyatt in Sarasota, Florida. He was awarded Statesman of the Year award, and he said, "I want you to know something. The Senate is going to enforce the hearsay rule. This thing is dead on arrival when it hits the Senate." They should. This this entire exercise is politically motivated. Mm-hmm. There, there's no there there. I mean, everybody read the transcript. I don't know what Nancy Pelosi is saying yesterday on, on Face the Nation. She said that he's got the transcript of, of his telephone call locked away in a secret vault. I heard he that. He released it. Mm-hmm. He, he released the transcript. Well, I read the transcript. There's nothing there. Any form of a lie you can tell is okay as long as it's a Democrat that said it. <laughs> All right. Well, they, they, you keep telling a lie long enough. Yep. I know. All right. Hold that thought. Okay, folks, I'll be right back with more with Frank Salvato, the, uh, the author of the great Underground USA podcast. See, I got it right that time. I had to think about it. I'll be right back. You're listening to the Captain's America Third Watch, heard live right here on this station from 2 to 6 a.m. Eastern Time, overnight Monday through Saturday. Call 877-969-8600 and tell us what's on your mind. News, insight, passion. AM 930, The Answer. Online at theanswersarasota.com. AM 930, The Answer. Hi, this is Mike Gallagher. You're listening to the Captain's America Third Watch with Captain Matt Bruce. Yes, you are. And this portion of the Captain's America Third Watch is brought to you by my good friends at Moss Nissan. Now, the Moss Nissan name is spelled M-A-U-S, Nissan, MossNissan.com. And I'll tell you what, right now, if you are an active duty military person or a veteran, first responder, if you're on currently active or if you're retired, you will get preferred pricing on the vehicle that you decide to pay up whether it's a new or a used vehicle from moss nissan now if you mention my name the captain sent you you'll get an extra 500 dollars off now they've got four four great locations to serve you they've got the newport ritchie flagship store on us 19 and state route 54 they've got the store in crystal river on us 19 they've got the moss wholesale to the public in homosassa on us 19 and they've got the all new moss nissan and moss acura at 11001 north florida avenue in north tampa you serve you save year-round benefits on the new or used vehicle of your choice. Remember, Moss Nissan, M-A-U-S, Nissan.com. Go there, check them out, see what they have to offer, and I'm telling you, you're going to love it, you're going to love it, you're going to love it. Great vehicles, great prices, great people. All right, Frank Silvato is the Underground USA podcast guy. Now, that's the way I got by with it that time. 
<laughs> this is too much fun because I'm trying to get it right because I know what I got to say. All right. Well, you know, the United States and South Korea have decided to postpone their joint military uh, exercise uh, to try to see if they can bring North Korea uh, to the table. Now, South Korea is going, wait a minute. What the heck's this all about? We should be doing our thing here. And uh, not so fast, South Korea, not so fast. Well, you know, it's diplomacy, especially in, in between North and South Korea. That's a that's a world stage type of thing. There's 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 more to it than just sitting down and talking to the two parties. You have to deal with China and Russia and and other powers in in the theater. So it's a three tiered chess type of thing. And if delaying uh, joint exercises uh, sends a message to a third or fourth party that can influence North Korea into doing something on an, on a specific issue, then that's that's a move on a chessboard. It, it doesn't say anything about our relationship with South Korea. We have a very good relationship with South Korea, and it's not going anywhere. It, it's just a move to affect uh, to affect an action by North Korea or the North Korean allies. Yeah, and we got ourselves a nice Kia plant here in the United States, too, right? There you go. Now, the Iranian, yeah. the Iranian supreme leader, supreme leader uh, has threatened the, quote, thugs in Iran who are causing chaos and starting to riot about the price of gas doubling there in, in Iran. Well, they're not getting a double in wages or anything like that. And he's promised them with deadly action. Now, they've already got some casualties in the mix of Iranian uh, Revolutionary Guard is not putting up with this stuff. Well, no, and, and they don't. You know, the, the world has allowed Iran to commit atrocities against its people, and, and and they'll shake their head and shake their finger, and then they look the other way. We saw that during the Green Revolution when the Basiji was just slaughtering people in the streets. And and people like Barack Obama and, and, and the rest of the leaders of the West said, boy, that's awful. But we don't meddle in in other countries' internal conflicts. Well, we do it all the time when people are are doing things like genocide and killing their own people. Where we were just cowards under the Obama administration when it came to dealing with Iran. Now, Iran just boasted that they found that a, a five billion barrel oil field and that they're oil rich, and they don't understand why they can't export their oil, and then these sanctions are crippling our country, so they should have a glut of oil. There's no reason to double the price of gasoline. They've got refineries. So this is to punish the people for, for doing what they've been doing, which is protesting in the streets. And, of course, Hong Kong, not to be outdone, uh, police there uh, have stormed uh, the uh, university held by the protesters. There's a a report of a number of casualties there. But what people are forgetting about uh, when it comes to Hong Kong is back in 1997, Hong Kong was given by the British back to China. It's actually part of China. Yeah, the the uh, the big ceremony with the official handoff was was in the year two thousand at midnight. Uh, what they agreed to was that the uh, the freedoms that the people of Hong Kong have would would be maintained, and that uh, that judicial extradition wouldn't happen to mainline China so that the commun- their people were under the oppressive thumb of communism when it comes to judiciary. 
when they started to pass legislation to extradite people to mainland China for judicial proceedings, that's when these protests started because the, the mainland Chinese were starting to encroach upon the agreement that they had made with the British. Now, you know, once a province is, is under someone's purview, you know, all agreements can go out the window. Why, why the British thought that the Chinese were going to honor this in perpetuity, I have no idea. But this is this is where it comes. Now, this has been a story in the making for a very long time. This is another place on the planet where people are screaming for freedom, are taking to the streets, demanding that they want freedom, and asking the world to help, just like Iran. And the world is kind of going, oh, well, we don't meddle with other people's business. This is this is a time when we should be using all of the economic power that we have as the United States and twisting arms around the world to pressure China into leaving these people alone, just like we should be doing to Tehran. Mm-hmm. And we'll see where it goes. Now, um, uh, the Washington, D.C. corruption is alive and well. The New York Post put a story out there about Elon Omar. Now, this is a big-time story because this is going to get her in big trouble. Her campaign fund was used to pay her boyfriend's uh, company uh, $400,000. Now, about 100000 or thereabouts of this was a personal loan to keep him afloat. You know, I'm I'm, I'm going to be a, a little pessimistic here, but the FEC will get involved. She'll get a little bit of a fine. The federal government will do absolutely nothing about this, and this one will be allowed to run for re-election. Mm-hmm. That's how spineless the FEC is and how worthless of an organization it is. It's always reactive after the fact. It's a ridiculously low fine, and there are no real penalties. This woman should have to – it should devastate her her political campaign. Mm-hmm. It, it should it should force her never to be in political office again. The media should try her in the in the court of public opinion, and the IRS should be going after both her boyfriend and her for misappropriation of funds. Well, she's but poli- politically Democrats never have their feet put to the fire when it comes to campaign finance fraud. She's got quite a challenger against her in a 27 year military veteran, 20 year Minneapolis cop by the name of Chris Kelly, who is going to use this as a major issue. Well, I, I, I hope it springboards his message onto the national stage because you know damn well that the DNC is going to pour a ton of money into her campaign just to keep one of the squad elected to office. You know, we, we've heard a lot of animosity towards those the four new person, especially AOC and, and this woman, Talib. Uh, and, and Talib. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're going to they're going to back them up when it comes to re-election time. Mark mm-hmm. my words. Now there have been some serious threats uh, made against President Trump. They're beginning to skyrocket as the impeachment looms. The Secret Service is very busy <laughs> checking out some of these threats. And I mean these are these are. These are serious threats. That's the only way I can put it. I'm not going to elaborate on what they are. But uh, people are are going nuts here. When you gin up discontent like the Democrats and the impeachment progressives have done, mm-hmm. this is the result. You you can't keep telling people despicable, despicable, hate him, hate him. It's okay to hate. It's a he's he's illegitimate. He he doesn't belong there. Our country is about to be destroyed. When you when you have that sensationalistic verbiage being thumped onto the people. You start hitting on that fringe that's stupid enough to do something about it. 
Mm-hmm. If something happens to the president, it is solely and completely on the shoulders of these people like Nancy Pelosi and Chucky e. Schumer and Adam Schiff and, and Jerry Nadler. All these people who, for politically opportunistic reasons, thumped that Trump is illegitimate. You know what? He got elected. The people mm-hmm. elected him because he was from an, from the outside, and they wanted this change. This is the swamp pushing back, not against Donald Trump. This is the swamp pushing back against the American people who wanted to have their government back from the political class. Well, a little old AOC sent a smoke signal at Joe Biden yesterday, and uh, she uh, she tweeted to Biden uh, for support for legalizing pot for marijuana. Uh, Biden wavered a little bit and said, well, you know, maybe it's time to consider a little this, that, and the other. So, I mean, all of a sudden, Biden's all over the place, and that's why come, I guess, Buttigieg is suddenly up by four points in Iowa. You said, hey, I can smoke signal. I thought you were going to say she claims to be an American Indian. Oh, no. Well, that's next. <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you on Friday. Stay low, All right. Frank Silvato, managing editor of the New Media Journal. You couldn't make this stuff up, folks, if you tried. I'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. This is the Captain's America Third Watch. We've never treated President Bush the way they treat President Obama. Uh, It's no use whining about it. We just have to get people out to vote. This podcast segment is brought to you by Broussard's Bayou Grill of Navarre Beach, where the bayou meets the beach. Relax with your friends and family in their Surfside restaurant or listen to live music on the outside deck while enjoying their weekly drink specials and a full menu of tasty delights. Broussard's Bayou Grill of Navarre Beach, located at 8649 Gulf Boulevard in Navarre. For more information, log on to www.broussardsbayougrill.com. That's B-R-O-U-S-S-A-R-D-S, bayougrill.com. Or call 850-396-6098. If you enjoyed what you heard in this episode, please subscribe to our podcast, like us, and share us with your friends. The Underground USA podcasts can be heard on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spreaker, and accessed through the Himalaya podcast app for all your smart devices. This podcast is a production of Underground USA, accessible at undergroundusa.com.